0: the series i will give a quick recap and then go into my reactions so to start off the chapter we ha- we continue where we left off of on um, the previous chapter with martinez surprisingly being the one to make the first move jabbing and jabbing and jabbing his way you know uh to building mccullum um throwing his signature jab and at the same time the audience his trainer and EPO are all wondering why is martinez being so aggressive he's usually not this aggressive um he's usually the one to wait for his opponent to make a move and him then making the calculated moves against them but he's throwing caution to the wind while continuing to punch um uh, McCollum with his jab but the jabs seem to be hurting not not hurting Billy at all Billy McCollum um, does note that the punches themselves are stronger than anything he's ever faced before as Martinez keeps on with the jabs he starts monologuing to himself about how the fire that 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 was lit up on the ring because of the Sendo and uh, Alf fight is slowly cooling down, um, and he he also mentions that how his compared to his match his matches compared to those of Sendos and Alf's their matches are exciting and spectacles, um, real true examples of machismo, while his matches are. The opposite, they're methodical, they're predictable, hinting that his fights aren't really fights. After this, Billy starts goading Martinez by saying that his punches are strong, but you know what? You need something stronger to break this Philly shell. Um, Even though the lefts are no joke and Billy is withstanding them, he uh, he does mention how much stronger they are. As I previously mentioned, Martinez then decides to throw a big punch, falling into Billy's trap. A counter. The audience and everyone around them is stunned that Billy McCollum was able to throw such a devastating punch, but in reality, Ricardo Martinez was able to block it. Uh, uh, Was able to block it by twisting his head, um, in the nick of time. Once again, monologues about how lonely it is at the top and how boring his fights are. That even though he trains and he tries his best to do the thing he does in the sport he loves so much. He can't demonstrate that love of the sport through his fights. His fights are so methodical. he He can't get punched. He can't get challenged. That the fights aren't a spectacle. They're truly boring in his eyes. Which then leads into Ricardo becoming more aggressive. Throwing more and more punches. While his coach and trainer are saying why 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 don't ricardo don't be this aggressive this will only lead to more to it to your downfall which in my opinion doesn't seem that likely but still to draw up the tension he keeps on being aggressive aggressive billy then smirks and says well if you're going to start being more aggressive you're falling right into my game plan um as martinez uh, martinez ricardo martinez is then Saying that Billy McCullum's the one that could tap into his true potential and make and show and give the audience a fight that will truly show off his machismo. The chapter ends with Billy about to take advantage and once again repeating by throwing another big counter and this time maybe landing the chapter ends there so we'll find out next. Now that the recap is out of the way time for my reactions and wow did we get a lot from this chapter. In 1312 chapters we've barely gotten much character development from. Uh, Ricardo Martinez from Morikawa. It seems like in my eyes Ricardo was the goat, a god, you could not stop him. That there was no flaws with him, there was no mental defects, anything of the sort. But, you know, from this chapter, in these last two, two chapters, we've got floodgates opening up of how much uh, to give us a deeper understanding of the unbeatable champion. Uh, to sum it up, It's lonely at the top. Um, Well, Takamura in an earlier uh, chapter, chapters mentioned that, you know, boxers, you need to have that mentality to reach the top, to be, to reach the top of the hill, that you want to be there and see everyone underneath you. But from, for Ricardo, he's been, he's been there since the beginning. He's been at the top for nearly 20 years and it's lonely and it's, there's something unfulfilling if you're not like takamura who you know struggled and strive for something and you're just always at the top it's very much not uh, it's it's much as unfulfilling right you need to have those tough matches if takamura at the end of the day you know quit where he was he had two very intense fights against hawk and eagle which could be something that on the other hand, Ricardo has always stayed at the top with no real challenge from any boxer. He feels like he's doing a disservice to and a dishonor to the sport he loves so much. Um, that This is where he's kind of similar in EPO. They both really love the sport of boxing and their loves of the sport I think will be something that will eventually bring out what Ricardo's looking for. And in Ricardo's eyes, His matches are predictable, calculated to the point where there are no real competitions and therefore they can never really excite an audience like how Sendo and Alf's fight excited the crowd. At the same time, we see that Ricardo has a true love of the sport because boxing, because he he contemplates just for a second, he can let his guard down, allow his opponent to hit him so that it can be an even match. But the mere thought of that seemed disgraceful to Ricardo because that would dishonor the sport. That if he gave anything less than 100%, that would not only be a disgrace to the sport, to the ring that they're fighting in, but also to his opponent. That's why he didn't pull any punches with um, Date-san. He's giving his 100% effort and the only thing that... Ricardo could do to respect that 100% effort, that spirit of unwillingness to give up was to finish him off, to get, to show him true honor by finishing the fight um, and not trying to kill him. This creates the huge issue in the loneliness that he's currently feeling. What Ricardo truly wants is someone that can challenge him, to push him to the limits, to show that he is not an unbeatable god but a human that worked hard to achieve his titles. He wants a moment like that of his fights with Datsun, where he's pushed to his limits and that he, and that he will not give up. A moment where he keeps on fighting even though his hand is broken, like that of Date and Sendo. You want to show his machismo. Uh, I think machismo is the key here. Um, Just like Ernest Hemingway, who would, uh, you know, go out and fight people, bare knuckle box and all this, and go hunting and do anything, you know, to prove that his manliness. To some people, Ricardo is machismo. He's the essence of it. Going into the ring and... Not getting punched and dominating over his opponent is machismo to the its extreme because, you know, you're the man of all men. You can beat anyone. No man can rival you. But that's not how Ricardo Martinez sees it. He sees machismo more as a, you know... I need to prove myself, I need to, you know, be injured, I can. I need to be shown that I can take a punch, that, you know, that there are other people who can challenge me. And in this sense, you know, he can't, there's no one who does challenge him, so he cannot display his machismo to the audience to show that his pride, if anything, right now, in this sense, you can look at boxers who he has beaten and I think he respects more because they were able to show that level of machismo to the crowd. Um, Right now, he must be super jealous of Alf because he was able to give the crowd that fight, that fight that gives fire, right? Ricardo, he just wants that. He wants that one moment, that one fight that can spark that. And I think that's what really He's been so interested with Sendō and um, Ipo. I, I think he feels like the Japanese fighting spirit, the never give up um, attitude, will be something that will spark it in him. Whether it not be Sendō, maybe it, it'll be Ipo. Who knows who it will be? But he senses that maybe one of these two fighters will be the one that sort of sparks it. And I think Billy McCullum as well will do something. It might lead into something that might spark. Martínez to inch closer to that feeling to that to that feeling he wants to give to his audience, something that will pay true respect to the ring and the uh, and the sport of boxing. But for now we have to wait and see. Um as for predictions, I'm still hoping that this fight against Billy McCallum will last a couple couple chapters and will be something that will at least challenge Martínez somewhat. But maybe it won't be. Maybe you know, this hiding behind the Philly shell and then waiting for the counter will be the exact opposite. Working with how Sendo was so working towards the counter against Alf, this is the exact opposite where the counter is going to fail. And in with a counter of a counter, we have to wait and see. But I'm really, really interested in seeing more of Billy McCullum and. I think I read this on the Reddit, and I forget. I I'm, I'm sorry who posted this, and I will give your credits in the um, chapter notes later on. But you know, if this continues, I hopefully in a later chapter down the line, there is a U.S. tour where epo goes and vis- visits with trainers in the United States and learns from the United States. As much as Mexico is a great place where Ipo will learn a lot, and I feel like his arc as a coach and trainer and his boxing IQ will increase from this trip from Mexico. I think it's more important. I think as well, he needs to go to the United States, you know, see it from other positions, from vlog and all that, maybe even building the becoming a more central role in helping develop EPO. We have to wait and see, but I it, it will be interesting to see if something as the Philly shell or just a more defensive minded um avoiding the punches will influence Epo in the future as well we have so as well i think i just want to sum up that yeah i'm seeing i'm seeing the similarities between Epo and R- ricardo so much more it's really their love of boxing that's keeping them going while ipo has a love of boxing and you know, at times may have, I want to say, I don't want to say not a respect, but in some ways he does dishonor it by not taking it fully to heart. He does have a love of boxing and I think that respect will come down the line when he returns. And Ricardo as well loves, loves the sport of boxing, but they're on total opposites. Ricardo loves the sport of boxing and honors the sport of boxing, but he unfortunately with all his training and all that, got to be at the top very quickly. And never got to have those really tough, hard-fought matches that Ippo has had. So Ippo, who had these tough, hard-fought matches with Sendo, with Log, with Samura, all these people he's had tough matches with, he could end, as he has currently, he could end his career saying he felt some type of fulfillment where he gave a match to the audience that wasn't boring or anything like that but ricardo can't say the same he's done everything to be at the top to be all that and i think a lot of people are saying well why doesn't he move up weight classes and all that to see um to see if this will be something that could challenge him even further but you know weight is just weight you know if he gains weight and trains under a different weight class. I don't think that could ha- that will fulfill him. It's Just because you're in a higher weight doesn't mean they're of a higher skill. His skill is going to be there as well. But he might be at a disadvantage just because his body is not accustomed to being 5 pounds or 10 pounds heavier. If he's a natural flyweight, let him stay as a natural flyweight. We have to wait for the flyweight competition to rise up to become better. Ie, you know, maybe though, maybe Epo, or it could also be Billy McCullum. So this is basically the end of the podcast. Please, everyone, thank you so much for your support. I really appreciate it, everybody. I will have the my email address in the end notes, so please check it out. Send me any questions, any comments. Um, I am thinking for next next week I will be asking some people to join me so we can have just uh like maybe one to two more people to discuss the next chapter i want to have a bigger discussion uh, about the series and just the chapter and what everybody's opinions on the current chapters have been and maybe even some controversial talk about sendo versus elf um but thank you all so much uh this episode will probably be on the hajine no ipo youtube page as well a day or two after Maybe a week after this podcast uh, has aired, I will um, try my best to upload it on YouTube as well for my fans who want to listen it, listen to it on YouTube. It does take me some time. I do work and all that, so I this is like a weekend thing. So, but once again, thank you all, and please uh, thank you for listening and signing out.